bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. (sighs) All right. The brother, you already called. What you want? (laughs) Hey, Dr. Ken. Hey, man. Dig it, man. That's that's a deep question you put out, man. And and, and it's it's kind of funny, man, is... Um, my wife and I was discussing people actions the other day, man, why they do this and why they do that. And I told us, baby, that question is deeper than the notion, deeper than the ocean that said the world is flat when it is round. But I told the baby, the solid answer is because they're just human. And, you know, we all make mistakes, do things, whether we agree with it or disagree with it, but they all come to all everything they got in common is all those people who lump them together. They're still human, dear brother. And that's all the brother got to say, man. Be solid, good doctor. I like how you operate, my brother. Hang up and listen. All right. Thank you much. 833-212-1017 is the number. Winky Blue, what you got? Hey, I got a question. Can you pronounce that lady's name? Is it Genesee? Genesee. What is she? What is she? Genesee Moreno. Uh, so is she Spanish or is she? Uh, 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 you know, Palestinian descent of that. Uh, Moreno, uh, Moreno is a Hispanic name. No, Spanish. It's, no. it's a Spanish of Spanish origin. Right. Okay. Well, the Florida sheriff about a couple of weeks back 
told all American people, especially there in Florida, to arm themselves uh, after they had this big alien supposedly deal. And the aliens that they displayed, I don't think they were real. It's a, a, it's a message that uh, we have been invaded here, and these people that have invaded this country that, uh, are not going to go home as easy as we let them in. Uh, because once you start a uh, deportation and evacuation of this country, uh, you, you, a lot of people that are here that have actually staked their flag in our ground, not a flag itself, but just purchasing land right. here right. illegally, illegally uh, will not want to give that stuff up uh, as easy as we have allowed. Well, well what do you mean We've bought been, land illegally? Well, if you are here illegally and you purchase property mm-hmm. illegally, land is a very serious thing. Land is the only thing God ain't making no more of, my man. Yeah, but so when how, do, how did it become illegal to own land if you're not native to America? Well, we're not saying native. We're saying that you, you, you broke laws to get here. Now you've achieved okay. something here. You've achieved something here that rightfully someone else here in this country could have purchased. But you bought and it. Now you. How, how, how does that, how, how, how are my abilities to purchase something in another country that I'm not a citizen of diminish because I have money and you don't to buy it? Well, hold on. That, well, that's just like the, uh, the, 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 the big companies that the Deutsche banks and all of those guys, they come in and they buy property from overseas, but that's all legally done. Okay. That's all legally done. I'll tell you what, here's something easy. Here's something easy, doc. Since you want to put a spin on it, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Okay. First of all, don't you accuse me not- of putting a spin on something when I simply made a statement or asked a question. That's not a spin. Well, what, what would you call that? It is legal for an immigrant to buy a house. There are no legal restrictions I, I on property illegal, ownership. We said, we I said, said illegal. We ain't said nothing about no legal. We just somebody just coming. Are you listening to what I'm saying, or are you just person. having your own agenda? Illegal immigrants can buy illegal people that are here that are not supposed to be here can buy a house in America. There is no legal restriction on property ownership based on immigration status. Now, 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 hold on. Hold on. I have to challenge you right there on that. I don't care. You need to challenge the law here in America, not me. Okay. All righty. Honestly speaking, Dr. Ken, if if an illegal person is driving down the streets and you accidentally hit that car or they hit your car, Okay. Well, no, no. I'm going to say you accidentally hit their car because I'm sure you got insurance to cover that. And then they'll go after those people and they'll flee back into Palestine or Mexico, wherever, or just go under the radar. However, if you accidentally hit that person, now you're on the hook. And guess what? These people are able to sue you. They're able to grab an attorney. They're able to benefit from everything that we, as the American citizens, uh, uh, through, it, through, 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 through our citizenship are able to gain. And guess what? I'm simply saying, dude, if you had not been in this country, I would not have hit you right there. You are in the way. You you come here, and now I didn't hit you. Now I've got a, a, a liability claim um, against you because you're here in this country. And, and, and guess what? They're collecting this money. With the sheriff a couple months ago, a month or so ago, 
told the citizens of his state that they need to arm themselves because I don't think that these people will go back home peacefully and the people that are coming in here, if they ever get a hold to some real arms, man, then it's going to be on and cracking. I mean, they might send us packing. And guess what? All the tough guys, all the big black tough guys and all the big white guys is tough. We will see because these people are not going to uh, retract, man. It's, 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 we're, we've, been, we've been invaded in this country. And silently, we have. They haven't fired one shot yet, but they, they're in position. So this girl that went in there, I don't know what, what her problem was, but. Uh, but I you don't know if she was an illegal. You don't know if she was an illegal immigrant. No, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't make that. I didn't make that statement. I said I don't know what she was on. Maybe she just want to be free of the. She wants to free Palestine. Maybe she's got a anti-Semitic thing right. against Jews. I don't know what the deal is. But I will say this right here: that we, uh, as a people, have to realize black people, especially, have to stop downing the country that they only have because this is our country and we paid for it with sweat equity down. We didn't have any money, okay? Sweat equity down for the black man in this country. This is your country. So quit using the old militant talk that I grew up listening to, and I understood it, okay? I understand, and I still understand it. But at the same time, we have to know the place, and this is ours. Okay. It's ours. Bless That's me. true. It's ours. That's true. With sweat equity down. All we right. got We got something more than the regular immigrant guy, Dr. Kent. We've got more than the people that came into this country that 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 that, that comes into this country All to right. do something. I mean, become productive. Okay, I got to go. We are sweat equity down. It's All fine. Right. Thank okay. you much, Winky. It's fine. So I let him have his say. I didn't interrupt him. I don't think I did. I didn't. I didn't challenge. I'm just yep. Just stop talking. Let folk finish. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Before we go to break, Katie. You're on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I was I was listening to um, to Winky Blue, and I I just got to say one thing about uh, I agree with, with with a lot of what he said, but um, when it came to certain things, it's it's one thing that Trump said that I just have to go with, and it's like if you don't like the laws, then change them. Yep. So. You know, if, if there's true. things out there we don't like, we put the people in place. So mm-hmm. you don't like you don't like them, then we got to change them. But yeah, there's there's a lot of laws out there. And then change the so, people too if they don't do what you want them to do. Definitely, definitely. But, but it seems that's, that's in our power. But it seems our community, the black community, I can't say our because I don't know if you black or white or whatever. We don't do that. We let people stay in, and it seems like we vote them in because they black. We keep them in because they're black. And when they don't do their job, we give them a pass because they're black. And I'm not against having black people be my representative. I prefer it just like white people prefer white people. I'm okay with that. Hispanics prefer Hispanic, Asian, Asian. Great. The bottom line is when you're not doing anything and we keep losing, something's got to change. Okay. I'm going to tell you this, too. (laughs) Um, I've talked to a lot of people recently, and I have not been able to persuade them to vote. Um, people are feeling like it doesn't make a difference, it doesn't matter who's in, or this or that, and they, they're they planning to not vote, and I can't believe it. Well, and, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why do I have to vote? I live in America. If it's my choice not to vote, 
It's my choice not to vote, and no one can abridge that or change it. It's true. I was I was in the military, and, and I hope to give you that right. Yep. But at the same time, I, you know, you got complaints about but you can't, the way things are. But you can't, you can't, so you need to but you understand it. voting may not change that. Money might be the only it's, thing it's that changes way. that. It can yeah, be a way, sure. Help. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Yep, we, we got to. Katie, I think we give voting too much interest. power. And we forget that we, we own property and we have rights and we should exercise them. Then if they don't do what you want to do, then vote them out. How, how is having property um, go you, into the equation? You're a taxpayer. You literally pay the taxes yeah. for police, fire, city services. Nobody else pays. We finally have a sales tax where everybody pays. But by and large, think about what they did. If you couldn't own a house, you didn't pay tax in Milwaukee. You pay sales tax to the county, sales tax to the state, nothing to the city. Now you pay the city. You actually have more power now because you literally pay sales tax and you pay property tax for the services that are here. So when people come to you and ask you, did you vote? You should probably tell them that has nothing to do with it because I own property and my tax money pays your salary directly. But until we do that, we'll just keep, you know, people keep throwing it in our face that we don't vote and dismiss us. But I can't hold back my tax money. I can't not pay those taxes. That's right. And that's why you got power. Because you're a taxpayer. And that gives you certain okay. rights that, that, that allow you to speak up, that allow you to have a, conf, a, a statement about what you do with my money, all that. But when we exercise that in our vote? Sure, you can. Or you can protest. You can go on TV or mm-hmm. radio and say, throw the bum out. All that. Okay. All right. I I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I I just hope that somehow we can we can get together on what we really want and, and back that up. All right. But we still need to vote. Okay. I agree with you, Katie. We yeah. got to vote. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Top five at five. That was supposed to be at five, but now it's going to be five after maybe 15. Up next. Don't touch that dial. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening. <laughs> I will never say that on the air. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Can an illegal migrant immigrant buy a house? Yes, they can actually own property. Despite the obligations that fall under temporary allegiance, the law affords aliens many of the rights that U.S. citizens possess. Aliens have the right to gain employment. 
and the states cannot use discriminatory methods to protect local jobs for state citizens at the expense of aliens. Can uh, uh, however, eligible immigration status, U.S. citizenship is not required even to get an FHA loan. But an immigrant must have lawful permanent resident status, have non-permanent residency status, or be a DACA recipient. So there's a there's a lot of ways, and I mean you got to still go to a bank and get credit and all that stuff. But but this thing we have in our mind that you know America's gonna be this you know isolationist. eh, Do we need to? Well, that's for you to decide, right? But in the long run, um, yeah, I think we should probably, I don't know, let it go. Number five. From CNN, we talked about it earlier, the shooting at the mega church with Joel Olstein as pastor at the Liquid Church, roughly six miles from downtown Houston. The woman identified in a search warrant as uh, Janesse or Genesee, G-E-N-E-S-S-E, Yvonne, I-V-O-N-E. Moreno, 36, entered the church shortly before two, wearing a trench coat, a trench coat, backpack, and opened fire. Two police officers were there and returned fire, mortally wounding um, Moreno, and it died on the scene. The child brought with them was subsequently shot in the head and is now in critical condition in the hospital. Number four. Well, speaking of local things, law firm divorces are often just as nasty and messy as a divorce filed when a marriage crumbles. In both cases, allegations of wrongdoing may be tossed around and money, egos, and reputations can be on the line. This is from JS Online. So, case in point, Cannon and Dunphy, one of the city's most well-known personal injury law firms, is in a bare-knuckles court fight with the estate a founding partner, William M. Cannon, considered one of the top plaintiffs firms in the area. Cannon and Dunphy says it has recovered more than a billion dollars for its clients since 1985. And Cannon teamed up with longtime friend Patrick Dunphy to create the firm in 1985. Cannon passed away at age 75 in October after a three year battle with cancer and the feud could be the basis of a John Grisham novel, <laughs> they write. It includes the death of a prominent lawyer, legal wrangling by some of the city's top lawyers, and of course, millions of dollars. It's the Battle of the Titans, said one Milwaukee lawyer who asked not to be named because he didn't want to get in between the legal combatants. Representing Cannon's trust and his widow, Gerilyn Cannon, is uh, Stephen Kravitz, a high-profile outspoken attorney who bolts of his firm's website that it practices <clears throat> aggravated litigation. He has been involved in numerous high profile criminal and civil cases. But on the other hand, there's Terry Johnson, well-respected whom other lawyers turn to when they need help, legal help. Johnson is more, well, low key. He declined to provide a list of people he represented and just saying, this isn't about me. It's about the client's, And the suit began over what? Right? The fight hit the Waukesha County Courthouse last year when Cannon and Dunphy sued. Get this. Sued the William M. Cannon Trust and Geraldine 
Cannon, who was a special administrator of the trust. The suit asked the court to order that the firm could continue to lose the name Cannon and Dunphy. Well, he passed and everything about him passed on to his wife. But the trust charges that the firm is not being fair to Cannon's family after the death in October. Longtime partner Patrick Dunphy and other shareholders locked them out of his email, barred them from accessing his personal emails and information, and a countersuit by the Cannon Trust, and now we are where we are. They charged that they wanted to keep money that's owed him after he passed away, and while at the same time continuing to use and rely on bills, you ready? Name, image, and likeness. And there you have it. Now law firms are fighting over NIL with each other. Who would have thought back in the day that society would progress to the point? The firm said prior to his cancer diagnosis, Cannon paid himself the most of anyone at Cannon and Dunphy. And the firm said it tried to negotiate an agreement with Cannon before he passed away. And now following his death, Mr. Cannon's trust demands that Cannon and Dunphy continue to pay him the most for the next 10 years. Hmm. That's interesting. That is an interesting argument. I think one of the things I'm going to do over the next year or so is buy me some popcorn. Number three. So speaking of unions, this is an interesting one. And I don't know where this is and I don't know what's going to happen with this, but I find it Fascinating. Starbucks workers at a location near Marquette University voted last Friday to form a union. The 12 to 4 vote at the location of 16th of Wisconsin made it the seventh Starbucks franchise in Wisconsin to vote to form a union. Winning this election means that everything we fought for wasn't for nothing, says uh, Zalia Trask, who's worked at Starbucks for three years. In a statement, there's still hope for our store in our city. Now a future exists not only at our store, but nationwide for Starbucks workers to have a dignified and safe workplace. But you know what I find interesting is nobody ever tells me what's negative about Starbucks or what's not. The vote does not need to be, I'm sorry, the vote does need to be certified by the National Labor Relations Board or NLRB. But once that's done, the company and workers will meet to negotiate a contract. So here's the kicker. You're in Wisconsin, and we have this thing called Act 10. So Starbucks said, we respect the rights of our partners to organize and bargain collectively, and we are eager to reach ratified agreements. You do know in Wisconsin, the only thing you can, like, fight for is a wage increase. And then your wage increase can't be more than what? Can't be more than what the, like, if... Inflation is 2%, then that's all you get. So they should read Act 10 before they do this. Workers will be part of the Starbucks Workers United and are part of a larger movement with employees. But who is Starbucks United attached to? What union is it attached to? Is it is it Teamsters? Is it, like, what is it? I wonder. If anybody knows, 833-212-1017 is the number. Number two. Um, Wisconsin clerks have been told in this election cycle in 2024 that that 
that they've been advised to accept absentee ballots even when they're missing parts of witnesses' addresses as long as the clerk can discern how to reach the witness. So in other words, what? If there's a phone number, you can call them? I don't know. Wisconsin Elections Commission voted 5-1 to one last week to comply with a recent court ruling ordering election officials to accept absentee ballots with missing witness information after liberal groups sued over rules set by a previous court ruling in lawsuits brought by conservative groups following the 2020 election. Under the previous guidance, clerks should not accept ballots if they cannot reach witnesses to correct absentee ballot envelopes that include incomplete address information. So I don't know how I feel about that because if you fill out something and it's incorrect, then how can it be called legitimate? And if it's not legitimate, how can it count? In other words, if you didn't have enough time or have enough gumption, I guess, I don't know, to actually get what you're using to vote on correct, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lawsuit filed shortly after the Waukesha County judge ruled clerks could not fill in missing address information on absentee ballots, a process known as ballot curing. Yeah, I don't don't think you should cure the ballot unless the person shows up. And the state law requires absentee ballots to be submitted with a witness signature and address. So why is it hard to follow that? Like, I, I I don't really understand. I don't really understand. Number one. Milwaukee's top lawyer, Margaret Dawn, is resigning in March. Milwaukee County's top lawyer, so says JS Online, Margaret Dawn, announced today that she'll be leaving her post March 4th. She says she'll be general counsel for Madison-based liberal radio network, Civic Media, where she will host a new daily afternoon public affairs radio program. She previously had a show on the network called the Maggie Dawn show. She said, I'm sad beyond measure to leave Milwaukee County. My work with the incredible public servants in the office of corporation council and throughout the County, as well as many dedicated elected officials have been the highlight of my professional career. So you're gonna leave. Well, she was appointed corporation council by former Milwaukee County executive, uh, Chris Abley in 2017 was one of the highest paid employees at $172,000. In an interview, she says it's the right time to go. All I can say is I hope she get paid. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Listen live or win special truth giveaways by downloading the Truth app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. We've been giving away um, tickets for this Saturday 
and we will be checking out the um, Bob Marley movie with a with a twelve noon meetup and one o'clock movie. So that's gonna be pretty cool. And you can win tickets. All you got to do is listen to win. Download the Truth app, and then you'll get a notification to call. Um, and then we'll do that. Friday, of course, we'll be doing the um, Women in Black History quiz and, you know, inventors and all that. So make sure you stock up on your – I'm going to give you like four seconds. I'm going to read the question, and then I'm going to read the answers, and then you got to choose who the winner is. Got it? Get it? Got it? Good. Al from Sherman Park, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. What's up, Al? Hey, Dr. Kent. I'm calling about election integrity. Okay. And why some people have a problem with it. I'm just thinking recently I had to have some Wisconsin state forms for, um, what do you call that, uh, when you have medical care in the instance that you become unconscious. <laughs> um, anyway, that had to be witnessed. And I went over to uh, my neighbor and her father and had her sign that and put her address on it. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's a, a legal form, right. right? So when you have an absentee ballot, uh, ballot, um, that's a, a legal state form, you know, attesting to you know whatever. Um, why does it seem that certain factions are trying to degrade that process? Honestly, I don't know. I don't understand what the problem is with people filling out absentee ballots. It's almost like, and I think I said it before, it's almost like they keep equating that to black people as if black people are too stupid to vote or fill out a ballot or get an ID. And they're not. So so I don't understand why that is. So there is nothing probably more sacred than your right to vote. Correct. I think I would want to know if someone got a ballot in my name and then had someone witness it, I would like to be able to trace that back in all integrity back to the people who were, you know, possibly committing fraud against my right to vote. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Why are we degrading that process? Because I, as a black person, deserve to have integrity in my vote or to have my vote not stolen through people not having integrity. So why is that a black issue that we can't properly get things witnessed and signatured and turned in? Because you do absentee uh, balloting, what, a good two weeks to 30 days before the actual election, don't you? That's that's a good question. I don't know per se. Well, I know right now you got early voting. That's kind of like in-person absentee ballot. And that gets witnessed as soon as you fill in an envelope. Right. And I don't know what's so difficult about us getting our absentee uh, votes witnessed by a neighbor or someone who's not, you know, directly in our household. Or You know what I'm saying? Anyway, it seems like a lot of excuses are, to me, in my mind, is meant to degrade the integrity of the process, to have less watchful eyes or less ways to trace back fraudulent activity. Well, it says, and there's a there's a JS online. There's a um, article by Molly Beck in their in their Wisconsin uh, politics section that says Wisconsin uh, ahead of the 2024 cycle, Wisconsin election clerks 
have been advised to accept absentee ballots even when they are missing parts of the witness's address as long as the clerks can discern how to reach the witness. So you accept them, but do you have to count them? Yes. But again, listen to what they're saying. You have to be able to discern mm-hmm. how to reach the witness. So if I if I get a um, hmm, if I get an absentee ballot signed by by um, John Doe, uh-huh. and John Doe lives at one two three South Main Street, and I put one two three South Main or one two three Main, it am I able to find John Doe? if I start to look up the address for 123 Main Street. So if there is, How many? and I find the person, then it's okay to put the ballot through. Assuming that every city in America doesn't have a Main Street, right? I don't think it matters. I think what they're trying to say is that being missing street versus avenue, or and and you can discern who it is, because... You could probably look up the name and the roles, and they could probably tell you who votes there and who lives there. So if you can reverse it and look up the name or, no, if you look up the address that the person puts on there and see that that a John Doe lives at that address or votes, then I would say go ahead and keep it. In that instance, I, I mean, why disenfranchise somebody because they were – they were elderly and they, they, they didn't put their full address, but it's enough where I could look on and see that a John Doe at that address has voted. So then let it go. I guess it just it becomes a slippery slope because, you know, certain parties will say, well, last time we excused not having a full address. Maybe next time we excuse not having a full name. You got to go to court mm-hmm. to do that. Got to go to court to do that. Just you know? and and you yeah. have an election cl- uh, committee, so it's not like it's just going to happen. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Just my thought. Thank you, sir. All right, Appreciate bye. you. All right. Bye. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth App, and 101.7TheTruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. Didn't I just get here? Like, did this day go fast? Like, I, I literally just got here five minutes ago, and it's gone already. Must be Alex's fault. Uh, Doc, quick question. What's the name Chevy have to do with the name Cavalier? <laughs> You're silly. You're silly. Did Liz call Chevy Mayor what you talking about, Willis? terrible at least respect the office okay he's the mayor respect the office whether you agree with him disagree with him all that stuff so somebody said do you mean chevy was actually in the studio yes he was in the studio yes he was in the studio you know i've been seeing studies i i meant to let me see if i if i 
Let me see if I put this. Okay, so I didn't. So let me let me look that up. So so the 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 um trying to think of the department that did it. Anyway, when you travel, there's a travel advisory, right? There's a US travel advisory for the um for the for the islands. For the Caribbean. And so I didn't know that. But yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't know there was a Caribbean. This was out ten hours ago on JS Online. The U.S. State Department issued a new travel advisory for Jamaica, and I was like, "What?" And so they asked the question. Uh, Alex Groth wrote the wrote the article. Is is the are, are the Caribbean islands safe? So the U.S. State Department re- recently issued a travel advisory urging travelers to reconsider going to Jamaica due to surges in crime. And here's the one that threw me and made me go, yep, not a problem, won't be going there. There's a lack of medical services. A lack of medical services. Amazing. And so there's a list of islands that fall under the lowest advisory level for safety and security. So what are the islands in the Caribbean with the least risk for safety and security? Anguilla. I have no idea where the heck Anguilla is. Like when people say, oh, it's Anguilla. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I don't really know that. Um, Antigua and it says Barduda, Aruba, Barbados, Bermuda, British Virgin Islands, because you know the Brits don't like guns and all that stuff. They lock your butt up anyway. Cayman Islands. Um, I, I don't, I'm not a spell name. Say the name. Um, C U R A C A O. Caracho, Caracas. I don't know. Dominica, Grenada. Grenada's too far away. Grenada's in, let me think of somewhere different. Um, Montserrat, St. Kitts, and Nevis. I'd kind of like to go there. Um, St. Lucia, St. Vincent, and the Grenadines, and St. Martin. And them the only places you can go. They got a level two advisory on the Bahamas due to crime and water safety. What exactly is water safety? Most crimes are in New Province on Nassau, Grand Bahama, Freeport. Violent crime, burglaries, armed robberies, sexual assaults happen to tourist and non-tourist areas. Why would you go? Now, here's the flip side. They're probably giving away those trips for free. Ed, would you like to come down here? No. I'm not going to get robbed. I am not going to get robbed. Interesting. Uh, Lanita said Starbucks Workers United is a collective of Starbucks partners across the United States who are organizing our workplaces with the support of Workers United Upstate, a union with experience helping Barista. Y- yeah, but but what 
but what what they have to be affiliated with the AFL CIL because they're a union. So are are they affiliated with Teamsters? Are they affiliated with the IBE? Like, what's the larger parent organization? They got to be a part of that consortium, I, w- I would assume. But maybe I'll look it up. And the fact that they told me what the name was, I should probably look it up. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, let me do that. But anyway, I digress. I'm not going anywhere outside the country. I'm staying, I'm staying my hiney right here. I'm not going anywhere outside the country. Cause, cause it's, it's, it's getting to the point. I might, I might go to Toronto. Oh, let me, let me ask this question while we have time. And I know it'll drive people crazy. Hang on a second. I just got a text message. It came from Kyle. Okay. Um, If we took a trip, where would you want to go? Like if 1017 The Truth said, hey, we got a trip planned and we're going to with some with some some talk show hosts and all that. Where would you go? Where would you want to go? Italy. Italy. OK. Italy. All right. I can I can I can get with that. I can get with Italy. Anywhere else. I want to go to London, England. I want to try to stay out of Europe before they're still shooting stuff up. And which technically it's not in Europe; it's further south, almost what two, three thousand miles away. But still, um, Australia. No, okay. Um, All those giant spiders and everything. No. Well, when people told me when I was in Hawaii, and people were from, they 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 vacation in. Hawaii and I'm like well why would you vacation in Hawaii he was like it's like an eight-hour flight I'm like what and then I look and I mean the the country closest to Australia is Antarctica so I'm like yeah I'm not going down there so yeah I want to go I want to do a trip to Washington DC for the African-American Museum and take a group go there go to Virginia go to Maryland you know do do a do a DC thing do a, do an MDC trip. I think that would be pretty cool. Maybe go to Toronto. Look at Black Toronto. You know, because many Canadians that are black come from the islands, come from England. I think that would be pretty cool. Any thoughts about it? Give me a holler. Post at 1017thetruth.com. Hit me tomorrow around 4 o'clock and let me know, would you go on a trip sponsored by 101.72? Lanita <laughs> said Hawaii. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. I'll go too. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Tori Lowe Show is coming up next. want to thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you, Alex. Appreciate you. And I'll see you in about 22 hours. God bless. Take care. I'm I'm out.